There's no God. God ain't real, okay? If there was a God, there would be a lightning strike in three, two, one, now. Uh, okay, this is very concerning. <laughs> Got him. Oh, that's hilarious. Got him. Subhanallah. <laughs> he said, okay, this is very concerning. Like, he was so confident, too. Yes, man, Allah. And why is it con- like why is it a bad thing that God exists? Why is it concerning for you? Like why is it like a, a blemish in your life now that, that God exists, Allah? Mm. But um, yeah, because so. then it it entails that he has to revisit all the ways that he thinks and that he looks at life. Yeah. Mm. Fair enough. Fair enough. That is the story of life. That, that's what we're here to do. We're here to uh, to be wrong, be corrected, to do better, inshallah. So, uh, I hope he does that. Imagine, I mean, let's let's be honest. He probably just put it up to coincidence. He's probably like after that video because it was comedic, it was funny. But probably after the video, he's like, no, it was just a coincidence. He tried it three times after yeah. that work, and but subhanallah, imagine like, yeah. What if Allah subhanahu wa taala actually uses that against him on the day of judgment? Think about it. It's like you asked for it, I gave it to you. You denied it. What more do you want? Mm. And it's like, bro, like, do you really need that many signs? Yeah. Like, all you need is one. All you need is one. You know? Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, especially when you look at Islam, when you look at the Quran, when you look at the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, it's like these things alone. It's undeniable, completely undeniable. And on top of that, you have you have something you witness something like that. And whatever, you know, personal anecdotal experiences you have as an individual, these different things that point you towards God. And at the end, you, you still what, chop it up to coincidence or probability, even though the probability is extremely low. Uh, that's just honestly, that baffles me, bro. Especially when atheists claim to be so, like, you know, intelligent, and, uh, you know, based on probabilistic uh, uh, standpoints and all of that. It's like probability saying God exists, to be honest. Mm. Where you at? Yeah, it's ego. One thing that I always wondered about atheists when they, when they say that okay, now if I have to believe in God, because this is subconscious, right? They know that okay, just like Anhel said, now they have to revisit a lot of areas in their life. Um, but a lot of them they would rather still take the easy way out that they know they're gonna have to answer to Allah. They know that something's coming, but they're like living in this like fool's paradise. But they prefer that, so. What do you say to all these people around me and on her? Like people that they know, okay, if I become Muslim, I have to pray. Oh, I got to do all this hard stuff. It seems like, you know, it's going to be a lot of work. So why not just, you know, YOLO, just make the most out of this life? It reminds me of a hadith. It's the I heard yeah, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Habibi. I was just going to say, it reminds me of a hadith I heard once where it says, I think it's a hadith. It says that this, this dunya is a prison for the believers and it's a jannah for the disbelievers. So it's, it's just a matter of, you know, which, which matters more. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you find when he mentions the dunya, uh, he, and he mentions it in comparison to the akhirah, it's the akhirah, what's more long-lasting? What's better than the akhirah? The akhirah is so much better than that which was, you know, before this life. Uh, so it's clear to any human being, like, what's, what's better? Eternity of bliss um, or 80, 100 years of kind of comfort, a lot of depression in this life, to be honest. Like, well, which one's better? Even if you don't have a second of sadness in this world, you experience the like bliss upon bliss upon bliss. You didn't deal with death until you died. You didn't deal with sickness or anything, nothing. 
if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells the angel to dip you into hell once for a second, you will come out saying, I've never experienced anything good in my entire existence. There's a hadith that talks about that. That's what you'll say. I've never, I've never even seen anything good. All stripped away mm. in a second. This is, this is the difference. And the person that had his skin cut up and his, his bones uh, dislocated and had the worst life, lived in poverty, he'll be dipped in Jannah for one second. You know what I'll come out and say? He'll say, I've never experienced any sadness, any, any discomfort in my life. No pain, nothing. Mm. In my entire existence, I've never experienced it. That's what he'll say. So you have to ask, which is, which is better? That you spend 80 years praying five times a day, which brings you closer to God, which makes you feel better. And there are scientific studies to show uh, how connecting with God makes you feel better and live a better life. Or living a life of no morality, doing whatever the heck you want, and then you die and like, go to hell for eternity because you rejected the message. I think it's fairly obvious. But um, mm. Anha, what are you going to say about shaitan? It, it's a shaitan, bro. Like when things like this happen, it's shaitan playing in the head like, oh, no, like, you don't want to do that. You got to let go of this. You got to let go of that. And uh, me and brother, we're talking about this. And it's like, look at these people who, let's say they make money in a, a haram way, right? Like interest, stuff like that, right? If you tell them, hey, if you give all of this up and you put your faith in Allah and, and you start working to make your money halal, like you'll be given everything and then some. Well, it, they have to they have to take the leap of faith. And the leap of faith is like, well, look, everything's already been decreed. You you just made 500K. Listen, you were already going to make 500K. It's just a question mm -hmm. of whether it was going to be halal or whether it was going to be haram. Now you made it haram. Now you have to take the leap of faith to give all that up and then go back to the halal, you know, go back to Allah. And that's shaitan is going to play with them. He's going to play with their head. And that's just an example, right? This is an example of how shaitan works. Hmm. Oh, man. 100%. Allah, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, it might be a hadith, it might be in the Quran, Allahu alam, but essentially, Shaitan beautifies things. He beautifies the haram. He will, he will come to you and he'll make the haram look beautiful. He'll make the halal look detestable. And you see this a lot. You know, we were speaking about marriage in the last live stream we did. He'll come and he'll make marriage look horrible. Look at the divorce rates. Look at the ungrateful wives. Look at the abusive husbands. Look, 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 at, look at all of this. It's like, why would you want to get married? Just, just go be with someone, use them, abuse them, and leave. Mm. It's like it sounds so good to a lot of men, but it's like, Little did they know like how, many, how much evil this actually opens up in the world for you and your life, for the society as a whole. SubhanAllah. So shaitan will always beautify the, the haram and make the halal look ugly. But Allah mm. SWT, he is all knowledgeable and all wise. So who are you going to trust at the end of the day? Yeah. Bro, and this is not just the, like the disbelievers here, you know, what we're referring to. This is for everyone. This is for everyone, man. Because like, even a Muslim, we pray, we do these things. And think about when you really want something in your life. You really want guidance or you, you just really want an answer. You really want help or something in your life. You'll, you'll go deep into prayer. You'll pray the tahaju, You'll pray the istahara. You'll make so much dua. You'll be just constantly having that taqwa. Just please, that, please Allah. Like, please like, help me here. Guide me. And then it's like when Allah gives you that guidance, when Allah gives you that sign, 
like you start to stray away from the things that you were doing initially to get that. Mm. So it's like you did all this for the baraka, and then once you got the baraka, it's like you just you took your foot off the gas. So it's like, why do we do that? You know, why why exactly do we do that? And it it's, mm. it goes back to that voice in our head that's like trying to you know it's shaitan obviously, but the voice in our head that's keeping us here in this dunya is keeping us attached to this where it's like. Yeah, Allah just blessed you. Allah just gave you what you wanted. But you know what? Now you got to do this. Now you got to do that. Now you got to keep going on with all this extra stuff. Where it's, it's just responsibility. Like, think about it. Like, if you have a business and the business starts making more revenue, like, it, it's going to take more work. It's going to take more responsibility. You have to uphold that if you want to keep progressing. So it's the same with Allah, with this relationship that you have with the Creator. The Creator starts to bless you starts to give you risk, that means you have to put in more work. You have to be mm. more like 10 toes down and just like continue your part and have that responsibility. And the thing that keeps us away is shaitan. It's the voice that makes us think like, nah, like, let me take a break. Let me do this over here. You know what? Um, I'm not really feeling that good. Let me distract myself. Let me do this thing here. Yeah, it's all it's it's all a lie, and I'm just I'm trying to like say that to just bring it back to where it's not just the disbeliever. Like it's that's it's That's what we always say. Like abundance is a greater test sometimes than scarcity. Having a lot of things might be a bigger test, bigger fitna than having nothing, because those that have nothing, you know, yeah, they're good, but who knows what they would do if they have everything, right? Um, it also reminds me of a video by Hamza Zortis where he talks about why God, Allah, is worthy of worship. And he talks about a lot of reasons. And, and a lot of times we look at God or Allah as like, you know, we want something from Allah. We want Allah to grant us this or give us this or make this happen in our life. But Allah is more than that. Allah is, is worthy of our praise because Allah himself is praiseworthy, not just when we need things from him. And that's why I feel like Anna was saying, like a lot of people want things and they make dua to Allah. And when they get it, you know, they're like, okay, cool. I'm straight. I don't need to pray anymore. It's because they looked at it as like a transactional thing. They looked at it as, okay, I need to pray to Allah only to get something. But subhanAllah, sometimes not getting it is Allah looking out for you. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And you know, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that that having abundance is also a test. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Al-Fajr, He says, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tests a person, by giving them an abundance, they say, my Lord has honored me. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, when he tests a person, when he tries them by giving them, it's like, test. how do you test someone by giving them? That's still a test. Because now they have that responsibility to deal with it properly. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when he tests them by giving them, increasing the risk, they say, Allah has honored me. And then the next verse, Allah says, but when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tries them and restricts their risk, they say, Allah has humiliated me. And this is the reality of how people think and why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala later, he says uh, that we love money. We love an abundance of money. We love it. It's 100% true that we do. But mm. the point is, are we going to love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala more? Are we going to become slave to that money? We're going to be, you know, are we going to become slave to these worldly desires and, and the abundance that we have? And there's a hadith that says, it might have been of, of a companion. Basically, it says that, I think it was Ali radiallahu anhu who said, it's better that Allah, it's better to commit a sin that brings you close to Allah than to do a good deed that takes you away from Him. So even Whoa, in the, say that one more time, bro. It's Anhu, better. Listen to this, bro. 
a sin that you commit that brings you closer to Allah is better than a good deed that takes you away from Him. Yeah. Because when you do, even, even, and this goes back to what you were saying on Hill and also what you were saying, Fahad. You can have an abundance and you can use that abundance to do good. And then shaitan still comes to you and he beautifies the dunya by saying, do good in front of everyone so they can praise you. You're not using your abundance, right? You're not using your piety. You're not using righteousness. You're not using what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you as a guidance to conduct yourself in life. And where does it lead you? A charitable man is one of the first people thrown in hell. A charitable mm-hmm. man, one of the first, a charitable Muslim believer is the first person thrown in hell because they didn't do it for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And may Allah purify our intentions always. Allahumma ameen. It reminds me of uh, this ayah that I was reading in the Quran today, actually. SubhanAllah. Uh, 30th chapter, our, I think, our room. Our room. Yeah, Surah Rum. Yeah. How you say it? Surah Rum. Yeah. If you look at, um, I think it's ayah 37, it says, uh, Have they not seen that God gives, or Allah gives abundant or limited provisions to whoever he wills. Surely in this are signs for the people who believe. And um, then it also says in Ayat 40, uh, it is it is Allah who created you and gives you provisions and will cause you to die. And then will bring you back to life. And um, you know, obviously there's more, but very befitting. Very befitting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, yeah, subhanAllah. All right. With that being said, takeaway message that I want you guys to remember is when you need something from Allah, turn to Allah. When you don't need something from Allah, turn to Allah. Always turn to Allah, regardless of your dunya, worldly understanding of your situations. Always turn to Allah before it's too late. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Bro. Right. With that being said, Allahumma atina fid dunya hasana wa fil akhirati hasana wa kina adhab nar. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam. I think there's another thing too. It's it's the perseverance aspect too. Like we're more willing to stick through with things that we set out with an intention. It's impossible to have empathy for others if you're not patient. So may Allah bless you for that. First of all, I agree with the fact that the whole thing you said about friends, where it's like if, if they're affecting you more than you're affecting them, then you should probably get some new friends. You want to be investing in stocks, shares, bonds. You want to be investing in crypto because there's this thing called inflation, which means every year that passes by, the value of a dollar goes lower and lower and lower. And the reason being is because they're printing more money, right? That's why money is haram. At least the paper money is haram. Provided that you're actually there and you're being a good father and the mother's being a good mother, best conditions. And behind the mic, Hamza, Andreas, Zortzis, we will go in with our final three with Brother Anhel, inshallah. Inshallah, bismillahirrahmanirrahim. It's not just a responsibility on you, it's a responsibility on all the children, especially your father. In our private area is very elastic. And yeah, if you go too fast, the skin will literally crease up into like the edge of like the little clipper things, and you will literally clip your skin. You don't want to be on YouTube or the internet or anything. That, that amount of time, but it's, it's the, the fact is that's what we're doing.
Mm-hmm.